Let's get right into it. We're going to talk about what does it mean when we say it is what it is. I hear this often, and I'm sure that you do too. It is what it is. What are we actually saying? Are we saying, oh, well, I guess I'll just take the situation as it is. Are we giving up? It really seems like we're just letting our current situation get the best of us and no longer want to fight to change it. If that's the mindset that we have, could that be the reason our situation hasn't changed last week, last month, last year? Hell, last generation. If you don't fight for your improvement, then who will? Without further ado, let's get right into it. Twin, welcome to the line. How are you? Hello? I'm doing good. How you doing, Twin? I mean, I'm doing good. I'm just a little frustrated that everybody's just giving up. Yeah, and, and and sometimes I believe that's the easiest thing to do. Uh, I think a lot of people sometimes do just want to throw in the towel because they feel like the situation is not changing. They feel like they don't even know how to start crawling out the hole uh, that they are in. Um, and sometimes the easiest thing to do is to just throw up your hands and be like, you know what, forget it. Uh, I'd just rather stay in the situation I'm in and rather put all the strength and energy in fighting, um, I guess not knowing what the end result would be if they do fight. Um, but that's sometimes either you can get encouragement from yourself if you have that ability or hopefully you have someone that can encourage you if you don't have that ability at that moment in time because we all – have moments where we get we get down on ourselves, but if you can't pull yourself out of that hole to give yourself the strength and energy to fight, then hopefully you have someone in your life that can. Because fighting is always working. No matter what situation you're in, what position you are in at that moment, nothing is never meant to be permanent. Your situation is never meant to be permanent. It all depends on your mindset, your attitude, your drive, and I heard somebody say, like, don't let your condition define your position. You know, don't let what you're in right now define you as a person and make that be, this is just what I'm supposed to be. This is just where I'm supposed to be at. I guess this is my, this is the purpose of my life. I'm supposed to be stuck in this situation. And that's just doubt, fear, all that talking to you. The negativity, that's speaking to you. And sometimes it's easy to focus on the negative than try to focus on the positive. Um, a lot of times, I believe if you change, like you said, change your mindset. You know, things will be going bad, but try to find that one little thing that's positive out of all your situation that you're going through and hold on to that to give yourself hope, to give yourself light, to give yourself just that little bit of fight to say, you know what, I got this. Let me see if I can keep going on. Let me see if if something else can get better, they, let me see if I can actually climb that ladder, climb that mountain that's facing me. 
and try to overcome it. Dig that. Dig that. Now, I know this is my position. I know the pastor usually talks about the whole faith thing, but we as believers and people of faith, that seems more like the enemy that's coming in telling you, you know, with the doubt or telling you you're not good enough or all that type of stuff. So since that's not my realm, I'm going to introduce pastor to the line and let him uh, clarify some things for us. Pastor, my brother, welcome. Good evening, Mr. Mr. Quick. Um, great subject to tonight. Um, and I want to first off start out by letting folk know um, the struggle is real. I mean, the struggle is 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 real. It's it's it gets hard out there. Um, I think everybody will um, admit to getting to that place where you know you you want to give up. I think everybody's gotten to that place where it just got you know it got hard. But um, and I for one have been guilty of um, making a you know, almost making a permanent decision in a temporary place. You know, it, God never meant for it to be permanent, but I was about to make a permanent decision right there. Um, the, the danger spiritually of giving up is it's a slap in God's face because what you're saying is God don't have the power to fix it. And that mm. alone right there really, you know, should make you say, you know what? Maybe I can't do it, but God can. Um, and quitting, you know, or giving up, it, it it goes contrary to the word of God because the Bible teaches us that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. So when we quit, basically in my mind, what we're saying is uh, God can't do it. This is too hard for God. Or that what you're dealing with is bigger than the God that you serve. So, um Again, I want to make sure that everybody understands. I preface my comments by saying the struggle is real, no doubt about it. But, again, God is always bigger than what you're dealing with, and um, um, that's reason enough not to quit, knowing that um, God can take that negative and turn it into a positive. Yeah, absolutely, because God is bigger than our situation, in every other situation that we have faced, that we are currently facing, and even that we're going to face. 9124, your mic is live. Good evening. Good evening. I really appreciate the feedback from Twin and Pastor. Topic tonight. It is what it is. When I use that phrase regarding a situation, I'm empty. And my situation is a loved one that is caught up in that mess, that cycle of substance abuse. 
they have to want it for themselves. Is that correct? They have to want a better life for themselves. Is that correct? That is correct from what I understand. And I believe that my brothers would agree. You can't want more for someone than they want for themselves. That's the fortunate part of being male. That's the unfortunate part of being female. When you've known people your whole life, I don't know how to disconnect and say that's their problem. No, we're not saying well, somebody to disconnect. Please give me some advice. We're not saying to disconnect. We're saying that, well, I'm saying, excuse me, that you can continue to plant the seed. You can water the seed. But at the rate it grows, that has nothing to do with you. That's God's job. Am I right, Pastor? Because that's your round. Well, uh, I want to make sure I'm understanding um, what she's saying. Sounds like she's wanting something for someone that um, doesn't want it for themselves, and she's having trouble with her role in it. Um, in other words, she says she's having trouble disconnecting. Um, I don't think you have to necessarily disconnect. I think you have to connect the right way. You have to have the understanding that, um, you know, you've done all that you can do and you have to, (laughs) you have to respect, you know, their decision. You know, there comes a time where all you can do is pray. I mean, it really comes a time where all you can do is pray, but as far as you disconnect and the Bible teaches us, don't be weary in your well-doing. Don't let their lack of action Stop you from doing what you're supposed to do. You got to keep doing, doing good uh, because that's what God. You know, in other words, you don't give up on the person. You continue to pray for them, and any door that's open, you you know, you try and go through it. But you also have to have the understanding that um, I can do everything for you. I can take you to the rehab. I can go in there with you. I can watch you go through it, possibly, but I can't do it for you. You know, it's sort of like you asking me to pray for you. I really can pray for you. I, I But, you know, the truth be told, um, I can pray uh, for you, but you got to pray for you also. You know, and so I know it hurts. That's just the love that you have for, you know, for that person. You, you really love them. You want them to see them do well. But um, sometimes, you know, it's hard for us to face the truth. So, I think you need to accept what you, you know, what you know as truth, but then continue to pray. Don't give up on God and don't give up on the person, but ask God to prepare you for the results that, you know, um, he's going to allow. So what Quick was talking about, he was saying, you know, you plant the seed and the growth is not in your hands. Scripture that he's talking about, I think, it says some plant, some water, but the increase is in God's hands. The increases in God's hand. So uh, nobody's saying back away. Uh, you may be 
what separates them from life and death. You you just never know. The prayers of the righteous do avail much, but when the rubber hits the road, it basically boils down to uh, their decision, you know, whether they want to, you know, want it or not. I mean, because you can lead that horse to the water, but drinking is in their um, hands. I hope that helps you a little bit. Thank you. I'm sorry, we didn't catch the last transmission. What did you say? Thank you. Thank you for those words of encouragement. Well, it was said that the older people used to pray for us, you know, or sleep, pray over us, the whole nine. And they continued to pray, even when we're out doing our mischievous deeds. So that should be your role to just continue to pray and wait for God to to break through. But once again, even in that, you ask for strength because if this person doesn't want it, you need the strength to deal with it for what it is. Not giving up, not saying, well, it is you just continue to pray for your strength and for theirs. And be there when they say, hey, when they put their hand and say, I give up, I'm ready for rehab, I'm ready to quit, I'm trying to kick it, I want to kick it, or what have you. Twin, what's your thoughts? I definitely agree with um, you and Pastor. Um, as you said earlier, um, I can't want something more for you than you want for yourself. So for me, the best thing I can do is to pray and and hope that you'll see and want the change for yourself. Because at the end of the day, if that person doesn't want it for themselves, they'll never actually do it and they'll never actually complete it. You know, it's something that they have to do internally in order to get to that point. Um, and just pray for them strength that they don't give up along the way, um, that they can make it and see what you want them to see in order to make that turn and change that they truly deserve and want for themselves. Um, but at the end of the day, all you can do is pray. Pray for God to change their mindset. Pray for God to take whatever is their thing that they're dealing with away from them and to cause them to actually change their life and want to change their life and want better for their life and see that there is better than just doing this or whatever they may be doing at the time. Um, But definitely just pray for them and pray for your own strength and, and exert as much as you can at the same time, you know, and trying to uh, help somebody that's trying to maybe going through and, and want to quit and want to give up and throw their hands up, you know, Exert as much as you can, encourage as much as you can, but uh, at the same time, you know, pray at the end of the day. Prayer, prayer changes everything. There's more power in prayer than anything else. We're going to introduce Miss Quick to the line. She's joined us. But before we do so, remember we 
had a conversation where we were talking about exposure. Do you think exposing this person to something different could help? Because if they're in the same situation and they're playing with like-minded people or what have you, they're going to continue to do. As one caller said before, when in Rome, you do like the Romans or something along that nature. So do you think changing his environment or exposing him or her to something different will help? That's a very interesting question. Um, that's It's kind of tough to answer that because you can't force them to want something different or a different environment. They have the right to wallow in the mud if they choose to. That's true. The Bible Ms. says Queen. we're free moral agents. We 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 have that that choice on a spiritual level and then we have civil rights. So unless that person is causing detrimental harm to themselves or someone else, it is what it is. When they decide to say, Hey, now I'm ready they're not gonna do it before then. Um I've learned from experience and uh, getting information and dealing with a, another family member. Um, I, 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 It's just, it's so hard to see your loved one and, and to know that, hey, this walk is real, and we have a charge to keep. I believe it is our responsibility to Sincerely try to be Christ-like. I sincerely believe that we should let our light shine. And if we choose to say, no, I'm not going to do it, well, there are consequences and repercussions, and it's real. Or am I on the wrong page? I am not in a position to tell you whether you're wrong. That's above my head grade, as Pastor would say. But all I'm going to say about that is it's never what it is. As long as we pray, as long as, you know, we fight and our intentions are good, it's never... It is what it is, because we still serve a God that sits on high. So he has, and only he has, the capability to make the change. Now, you're saying being Christ-like, if you try to take it away from him, it's almost like you're trying to be Christ. You got to leave it in God's hands. Because as long as you try to do something, it will be all wrong all the time, every time. In my most humble opinion. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts? Uh, 
Good evening. I joined a little late, so I, I missed the topic. I apologize. We're talking about what does it mean when we say it is what it is. Ah. Wow. I think that when we say it is what it is, or when I say it is what it is, it's it's because I'm at the point where everything that I've tried to do, the recipient, um, of who I'm trying to help or encourage or the situation at that point, in my eyes, won't get any better. And so when I say, well, you know, it it is what it is, it's because, you know what, um, while the situation isn't uh, what I would like it to be or isn't going where I want it to go, um, I've decided to accept it just for what it is. Um, and I think I heard somebody say. I think I heard somebody say earlier. Is you know I can't put. Why should I put more energy energy into something, um, or into you that, that you won't do for yourself? You know I can't want more for you than you want for yourself. When you're talking about you know trying to change another person's situation. Um, so yeah, when you say when I say it is what it is, it's it, I've done. I feel like I've done all I can do. And um, I'm at the point where I am going to accept the situation as it is. So I must agree. I must agree with her. Okay. I'm sorry. I must agree with her, especially when it's not been a year, two years, 20, 30 years. It's like, wow. It's like, wow. Okay. 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 Can you repeat the last part? Um, it was a little rough for me. I'm sorry. The situation that I'm referring to is just a destructive, unproductive, Behavior that drains the whole family, and it's not something that's been going on one or two years. It's in the arena of 30-plus years, 30-plus years. I'm like, okay, Pastor. I'm like, really? And I'm, I'm not, I don't mean to disrespect God, you know. I've just run out of patience. Seeing this behavior, and it's a drain, and it's like, and it's not even a black family issue. It's a whole freaking country. We have these relatives, and what other options do we have other than to say it is what it is? Yeah, you say pray, and 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 yes, much prayer, much power. But I'm like, okay, God, I need you to take my attention away from this. You know, I will continue to pray, but please help me not focus on this. Because I'm not, as you said earlier, some will water, some will plant, but the growth is in God's hand. And and I know the importance of seeking first the kingdom of God, but when it's in your face year after year after year, 
And I'm like, okay, I love this person, but I'm going to have to leave. Pastor. Pastor, are you still there? I am right here listening. It, it sounds like to me, um, and I, I, you know, very well could be wrong. It sounds like you are beating yourself up. It's almost as if you're blaming yourself for, in a sense, the situation. It's almost as if you're saying, you know, I don't know what to do. I mean, you're reaching for something. You're wanting to do something, but uh, there's nothing else that can be done, you know. There has to be a point where we're out of options. You know, uh, that's when we put all of our faith in God. And sometimes, sometimes God wants us to run completely out of options where they won't listen to you. Uh, you have nowhere else to take them. You don't have the money to do anything else. Uh, you you have nothing else to try. And it's going to force you to turn completely to God. There's a story in the Bible about a woman that had um, a problem with her blood for 12 years. And the Bible says that she, you know, she tried medication. She went to several doctors. um, And it took 12 years. And and the Bible says she didn't get better. She actually got worse. She got to the point to where she wasn't even allowed to be around um, everyday people because you know, what she had could have possibly been contagious. And so eventually what happened was because she was down to nothing, you know, uh, the Bible says she did finally reach out for Jesus. She said, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I think everything will be all right. And the, the story ended by saying, you know, she did get in touch with Jesus and she ended up being healed. But there's a little part in there that I want you to hear regarding this. Yes, the woman was sick. Yes, she stayed sick for 12 years. Uh, Yes, she had done everything that she could do. But the Bible said that before she said, if I can touch the hem of his garment, the Bible says that she heard about Jesus. In other words, somebody somewhere in that hopeless situation still said the right thing that triggered her to go and get the help that she really needed. Um, you know, sometimes that's all you can do. You have to literally put it in God's hands. So what I'm saying to you is, as bad as this situation is, you continue doing what you know is right. You continue letting him know, listen, I, I may not be able to tell you anything else about rehab, or I may not be able to tell you anything about a wonder drug or a doctor, but I want you to know I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you, and I love you. I'm praying for you, I love you, and I'm not going to give up on you. And just that little bit right there, just hearing that, may cause that person to say, okay, I'm going to try again. It may or it may not work, but at least you're being faithful. So don't you dare uh, beat yourself up. Don't you dare, you know, somewhat feel guilty because the person just, you know, won't do it. Uh, it hurts. Uh, and I want, I want to say to you, I, I really admire the love that you have for your fellow man, whether it's a family member, doesn't matter who it is. You know, you have the type of love that I feel like Christ has for us. You just don't 
you just don't want to give up. You don't want to uh, let this thing go. And I admire that because most folks would have walked away a long time ago. So uh, you've got a real genuine agape love about yourself. And uh, like I said, you keep telling them what's right. And if you tell them what's right, now you at least giving them an option that they uh, may not have known they had. And this person may get the same result that this woman got in the box. Sis, you still there? Yes, yes, I am. Well, uh, I just have to hold on to God's unchanging hand and and um, just kind of one of those things that I would climb Mount Everest. I don't know what to say to help them understand. Um, I'm going to have to leave in God's hands. I'll just press on and pray on. But I don't think anywhere in there it does it says give up. And giving up may not be, you know, trying to drag him, but giving up may be just saying those prayers for him, standing in the paint for him. I agree. Miss Quick, I hear your mic. What you thinking about? Um, I think somebody said it earlier. I think it was Pastor that said, you know, we don't necessarily give up, but we we do something different. And I think that, you know, maybe at some time the conversation has to stop if, if we're not getting anywhere. And, and that's when you pray more. You pray, some people say pray harder. You know, pray, pray more faithfully, more consistently, um, because at that point, when you give it up to God, in a sense, then that's when that's when He takes control, and whatever the outcome of the situation may be, um, you know that you gave full control to God. And we had had conversations before about how we kind of insert ourselves in places and not let God do His work. So I think that you know. Sometimes we just kind of got to step back and let God do what He do what He does, and that's be God. What's your thought? I mean, it it can't get any plainer than that. Um, you know, to the sister that's on the phone. You know, I, I hear her pain, and one of the things in situations like this is we're so caught up in, you know, wanting the help and wanting them to get the help, and understandably so, definitely understandably so, but, you know, while you're praying for that person, you got to pray for yourself. you got to pray that God would give you the strength to continue and that God would give you the instructions on how to continue. They give you the words to say because um, 
I, I just hear her pain. I feel her pain. I really feel her pain, and I um, agree with what Miss Quick said. I mean, it, it just comes to that point where you have to take a step back, not quit, but you have to take a step back, you know, and just really evaluate this whole situation, um, not to get angry at them, not to quit on them, not to give up on them. You know, you continue to love them, but it's like, okay, if it's not working this way, then there has to be another angle. Let me let me see what I can do using a different tool. Let me see what I can do going at it from, you know, the north instead of the south. Let, let me see what I can do. There has to be, there has to be uh, something else that you can do uh, to show your love your concern, and your concern uh, for that person. But, you know, don't forget to pray for yourself because uh, you need strength also. You know, and a lot of times... Uh, we forget about those that are trying to help other people. I mean, you know, um, we, we, we forget to play, pray for the policemen, the firemen, the, the military. We forget to pray for the, 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 the folk that's providing the help. And so right now you're pouring out a whole lot, and sounds like you're tired in your mind and in your body and even in your spirit. But the Bible says, come unto me, all you that are heavy laden, and I'll give you the rest that you need. He'll give you rest in your mind. He'll give you rest in your body. He'll give you rest in the situation. So right now, I, I say take a step back and just go after God as hard as hard as you can and say, God, I've done all that I know to do. So, God, I need I need peace. I need rest. And I need direction. And I believe God will give you that. And then you can go back to uh, helping that person, you know, maybe in another another way or whatever. So um, it's hard. It's hard. But I, trust me when I tell you, you're not the only one that's dealing with a situation like this. Thank you. I think we all have, have been in there. We all have been at our... Uh, which I think, and it goes with with love. It well, or it comes with love. You know, if you have that gl- that love that Pastor is talking about, that agape love, it comes with it. Me wanting better for you also comes with it. But what we don't get is the instruction manual of how to go about it versus going the way that we want. And that may be the disconnect. Twin, what's your thoughts? I'm sorry. I just want to jump in real quick. And I, I, I really like the fact I really like the fact that you are saying um, what I want. What I would want is for them to understand how just seems like um, beyond measure how good God is. 
that's that's what I want for them to. It's the it's the the, the amazing joy um, that I feel and 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 um, the gratefulness that I feel for for our heavenly Father's uh, mercy and patience with us. That our Heavenly Father deserves that respect, that recognition. And 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 that gives me peace in my soul because they're out there searching for something and they're not there. It's a waste of time. So so what I what I want is for them to just understand that they're held, just be held and that there's such a, a far more wonderful life that they can experience. Come out of the darkness. Thank you for letting me share. I also believe that we got to be mindful of what's best for this person. And prayer is best for this person. Especially, it's it's just like if they're if they're sick, and I'm sure pastor have had many upon plenty of phone calls to pray for the sick and shut in. It's the same concept. This person is ill. Let's pray for them. Some things medicine just won't fix. Pastor, would you agree? Wholeheartedly. Um, <laughs> this is the, the the bad part of ministry for me. Um, this is an area where I wish I was a lot stronger. But then on the other hand, I have to sometimes take a step back and realize I'm not God. I am not God. And I want it so bad for them to where I, I want to make them accept it. But I'm not God. I've got to accept whatever it is that God is allowing. I mean, truth be told, there's some things that God will not God will not go above uh, your decisions, um, you know, to do anything. The Bible said he stands at the door and knocks. You know, uh, he don't want anybody to die and go to hell, but he said you got to confess with your mouth and, and believe in your heart. So in other words, you know, God is a gentleman. He kind of waits to see what are you going to allow him to do. I mean, are you going to continue to be a hindrance? Are you going to just not have faith in him? You know, what what exactly are you going to do? So uh, we got to understand sometimes, let me back up and, and and not try to play God in this situation. Let me just back up, put it in God's hands, and, you know, I'm a whole lot better because, a lot of times I hold on to things, man, like what could I have done better? What You know, when somebody passes away, what I call on my watch, you know, it causes you to examine yourself and say, well, did I teach them properly? Did I spend enough time with them? Did I, you know, could this have been avoided if I did something different or whatever? But the answer is always the same. That person, you know, they, they made a choice. And because of the choice they made, um, we got the results that we see. So it's hard. It's it's really, really hard. Um, 
I don't wish that on anybody to have to want something for a loved one that don't want it for themselves. Um, but again, God is able. God is able. And um, if we'll just put it in God's hands, he got his own way. I mean, will, will everything turn around? I, I hope so. But if it doesn't turn around, can we still say, God, I know you're able? Can we still say, God, I still love you? I'll still trust you. I'll still go wherever you want me to go. Because that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Continuing to trust God. I believe that every topic, every conversation goes back to trusting God. It doesn't matter what walk in life, what what direction we may go, we must first trust in God. And if your faith tells you that he can do or he has done or he will do, this isn't too big for him to accomplish. This is not the greatest feat that he was faced with. So you haven't doubted him before. There's no need to start doubting him now. Are we in agreement? Somebody. Amen. Hey, Definitely agree. Yeah. Pastor, I'm sorry. I know that that's your round, and I'm not trying to overstep. No, man. Truth is truth, regardless of where it comes from. I'm, that's why I'm not saying anything. You're saying what needs to be said. So don't, don't, and please. Keep speaking truth. Uh, if you weren't supposed to say it, God wouldn't place it in your spirit. So He placed it in your spirit. You said it. Uh, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Well, well, just like you said, we all we all through those things. Go through those things at some point. At some point. But we must remember. But we must remember. That the one true medicine, the one true medicine for every for illness, every illness is prayer. It's prayer. It it fixed addiction. Addiction fixed the flu. The flu fixed tummy aches. Tummy headaches. Headaches. The list goes on. The list goes on with minimal with side minimal effects. side effects. But you gotta pray. But you gotta pray. I'm still praying. I'm still praying for my mom. For my mom. I'm still praying. I'm still praying for my father-in-law. I'm still praying. I'm still praying. But I know. But I know. Because I know. Because I know. If anyone can heal, anyone, anyone can fix. It's God. He's the mechanic that we need. He's the repairman that we need. He's the servant, the doctor, all that we need.
Twitter. You're quiet. Give me something, bro. I definitely agree with you. Uh, God is truly, definitely the answer. And and I can speak to the point of watching my mom. My mom was a, definitely a praying woman. And one thing she prayed about was her brother. And she always used to say that before my grandmother passed, her last prayer was that she always wanted to see all her kids in church. And I know that one of my uncles, uh, back in the day, he was like one of the biggest drug dealers, biggest everything down there in the city that they're from. Very well known. Everybody knew what he did. And a couple of years ago, he went through his journey with drugs, went through his journey with jail, went through his journey with all that. And then a couple of years ago, he decided to give his life over to God. And he was at my mom's house a couple of months ago, and I was spending time with him. And while just listening to them talk, and he told my mom, he was like, this was the best decision I ever made in my life, was giving my life over to God. He's like, I'm so much at peace right now. He's like, I know it took me a long time to get here, but I finally got there. And my mom is always grateful. She was like, my mom's prayers never went in vain, even though she wasn't allowed to see it. God still honored the answer to the prayer all these years later. And that's the kind of faith that he's instilled in me, that there's nothing too hard for God. What you may see out your own eyes, it can't be possible. With God, everything is possible, but it's according to your faith. And she also told me that when you pray, be specific in your prayer. Ask God exactly what you want him to do. Don't leave it bland. Don't leave it vague. Say, God, I want this. Because you ask God for a house, he'll give you a house. But he might give you a house in the hood, but then you get mad at God. But God gave you what you asked for. But be specific with God. God, I want a house in this city. I want it to be this much. I need these many bedrooms, this and this. God honors and answers that. And I know you said earlier you want something specific for the person that's on your heart. Just continue to be specific with God exactly what you want. And just keep believing, God, that it will come to pass. They got to go through their own journey. At the end of the day, God got all power. He can turn them around. Amen. Thank oh, you. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Pastor, you're right. Leave it to twin to come and give us something. Someone asked the question, why is pray, P-R-A-Y, likened to pray, P-R-E-Y? That's your round. Please give someone some enlightenment. Pastor? Yeah, I'm cutting in and out, man, but I, I'm hearing what most of what's um, uh, being said. And, you know, I, I don't want us all to get uh, to the point where, you know, it's, we just 
you know, have this war is me attitude or whatever. So one of the best things you could do is this old saying that they used to say in the church, just let go and let God. Just, you know, give it to him and watch him work. Give it to him and, and you know, the Bible says this battle is not yours. Now, mm. it does not say that all battles aren't yours. It said, it's specifically talking about this battle. I mean, there are some battles that are yours, you know. And uh, this brother that he's, this, this, this person that she's talking about, you know, um, that person's battle may not be drugs and alcohol. It may be in just making the decision to go get the help for the drugs and the alcohol, you know, uh, because this is a, this is a, a strange kind of demon, if you will, because it's not just affecting the body, it's also affecting the mind. Anything that you get that will uh, affect your mind, you know, whatever has your mind has you. And sounds like drugs has got the person's mind. And uh, so I just want to encourage all of us, you know, a lot of times we're dealing with battles that don't belong to us. You know, there are some battles we must fight, but there are also some battles where we need to sit back and just encourage God and say, God, I give it to you. God, I trust you with it right now. I don't know what you're going to do about it, but in the meantime, I'm going to make sure that I'm doing the things you require me to do. I'll do what you have me to do, and you do what I can't do. And uh, then when you put it in God's hands, you know, make sure that you tell him, okay, God, this is my desire. This is what I want. But if you choose not to do it this way, I'm still going to trust you. You don't have to go into contract with God or negotiations and say, God, if you do this, I'll go to church four times and cut three flips while I'm in the church. You don't have to do that. You just have to stand on God's word, which says uh, we're healed by his stripes, you know, and then whenever that healing comes, accept the way that God sends it. Sometimes God can heal us on this side, and sometimes the healing comes on the opposite side of the grave. And I don't like that one. I'll be honest, I don't like it, but we got to accept that God knows better than we do. And if we give it to him and understand this battle doesn't belong to you now, that don't mean you don't have to go to the battlefield. That don't mean you don't have to put on your battle fatigues, but it said the battle is not yours. So, you know, maybe we've gotten too invested in this thing and we need to take a step back and say, God, as bad as it looks, as bad as it sounds, you know what? I'm still going to trust you. I have a question. You know, I'm a, you know, I have the mad cow disease, so you got to help me out. Let go it. and let God. Verse, it is what it is. Let's break that down because to me, one is spiritual, faith-based, and the other is kind of carnal. Well, I think uh, Miss Quick explained it, you know, the way that she explained it, uh, she said that whenever, you know, uh, she said whenever she says let go and let God, what she's saying is I've done all I can do. So she turned mm-hmm. hers to where it is spiritual. But for the most part, when we hear that phrase, uh, you know, it's the sign of somebody giving up. But, you know, uh, the other phrase, you know, again, uh, even though it's just 
words. What we are saying is, God, I take my hands off of it and I place it squarely in your hands. I'm going to trust you, you know. And if you think about it, little things matter because in this situation, and I, I can't speak for my sister, but in these situations, I know I've caught myself trusting the patient rather than trusting the one that can do it. You know, so in other words, if I want quick to get some help, you know, I've got all my trust in quick. Come on, quick. Why don't you do it? You can do it, man. Let me encourage you. And in reality, I need to go over quick's heads and say, God, you know what? I put it in your hands because you got the power to point him in the right direction. You got the power to regulate his mind. You know how to get his attention, and I don't. And uh, so sometimes we can put our trust in the wrong place, you know. So not meaning to get off of your subject, but, uh, you know, it depends on who's saying let go and let God. It depends on who's saying, uh, you know, um, uh, the other phrase. So it just depends on who the, who's saying it. But definitely the second phrase, uh, even though it's just a, just a phrase, uh, normally it has all the spiritual connotations. It simply means, Lord, it's in your hand. And the first phrase, outside of what Ms. Quick said, uh, a lot of times folks just say, I quit. They're angry. They're frustrated. But Ms. Quick put another spin on it and said, I've done all I can do. So. Now, to kind of refute that a little bit, you said it's the little thing. Right? Now, the little things could be adding or removing God from it. Let go and let God is saying, God, it's about you. I'm a, I need you to take over this. It is what it is. It's just saying, I give up. But you still haven't technically called God into play. Remember, I'm I'm a simple-minded person, so you got to forgive me. <laughs> no, as a a lot of people, you know, may see it, you know, from that perspective. It very well could, and I can't blame them, you know, for that. And I think, if nothing else, what you're doing is awakening our consciousness of, you know, of how we're viewing the situation. And that's why I meant earlier by praying over um, my role in this thing, praying and saying, okay, God, what am I missing? Help me to see it through your eyes. Lord, show me how to handle the situation because it can get to where your emotions get tied up in it. And, you know, you just want the person delivered. But in reality, and this is going to open up the can of worms, um, in everything that we do, I understand we want people delivered. I do, but the number one goal should be to glorify God. It should be to please God and whatever. So basically just saying, God, you know what, this is what I want, but, Lord, whatever your will is, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Because we we shouldn't get angry at God when he don't do what we want him to do. We should still trust him. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Trust God. 
We added some yep. to it. Taking it a little deeper. Yep. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts? We're talking about trusting God. Uh, I, I think everybody is, is right on point, you know. Um, of course, it, it, I, I have currently situation where, you know, like like Pastor said, I've been pleading and, and, and trying to get, you know, my dad to do one thing and, and trusting him to, to try and do what we all desperately need him to do for his health. And, um, you know, that's not working. You know, it's not working. So we, it's, we're in desperation mode. And, you know, when you get in desperation mode, you, you just fool enough to try anything. But um, when I say desperation mode, it's like now everybody got to go into prayer mode, you know. And and like you said, sometimes we don't like the outcome that God has. Um, to be more specific, I, I had a situation, you know, my brother struggled with a cocaine addiction, not only cocaine, marijuana. Um, and he probably tested, played around with some other drugs in his youth, but he struggled with a cocaine addiction. Um, for the better part of almost 10 years. And, you know, we, we talked and talked and talked and encouraged and, you know, we argued and did everything, you know, um, trying to get him to, to come around and, and somehow come out of his addiction. Um, and then we stopped. We let him we let him live or exist and and go through this thing and, you know, I don't know what my other family members did, but I started praying. I'd like to think that everybody else did too. And and when God responded, he didn't respond in the way that we wanted him to because we wanted him to be, you know, we wanted the best case scenario. We wanted him to, to be able to go into a rehab facility or just quit cold turkey and become what, what one would call a normal um, person functioning, you know, with no drugs and stuff like that. But but what did God do? God turns around and gave him a 10-year sentence with, with a 20-year good behavior on his head. You know, so in, when I say sentence, I mean hard time, not like rehab or you need to go to rehab. I mean, he was convicted of a felony and this was his third strike. And um, that's what God did. Obviously, that's not what we wanted because we had already been down this road a couple different times um, before, not with this length, but 10 but Gave him twenty, suspended ten, um, and to to have that happen uh, to somebody so young, you know, he had already missed part of his his I say young adult malehood by doing drugs, and and now you got another ten years, you got to go do, you know, behind bars because of this. Well, guess what? God answered our prayers. And and at that point, it was you're probably the only way God could keep him alive. So we had to accept that. So you know, it's one of those things that where you pray and you give it over to God. You got to really give give it over to God and not be ready to accept or like what He has, what the answer that He has for you. But but you got to take it in stride um, because when you turn it over, you 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 know you're giving it to Him to decide. And you got to learn how to be okay with that. Well, I and I believe that goes back to what my twin was saying. When you pray, you got to pray for specifics. 
Because if not, God is going to do it the way that he want to do it. And it may not be the way that you want. Yeah, and you know when you pray for specifics, that God bless you sometimes above and beyond. You know what I'm saying? You pray for specifics. You know, I want to get married, or you know, He He bless you with a wife like me. <laughs> I had to say that, but um, you know, so when you get real specific, then God sometimes goes above and beyond and just do that thing for you. But then there's some situations where we're praying for what we want and what we desire, but God sees more than what we see. And so he knows that in order to get this situation under control, he has to do X, Y, Z, and that may not line up with your specific request. Um, some of it may, you know, because you'll get what you want, like, you know, you'll, you'll get off drugs, and, and at some point he'll be able to live a prosperous and happy, um, fulfilled life along with Christ, but, um, you know, it, it may not be as specific as we want it for some situations. It's going to be to the benefit of the individual that's, that's going through. I agree. My sister, what you, what's your thoughts? Um, I, I love her feedback. I love her feedback. Um, And maybe there's a change that is about to occur. Uh, One thing that I know, uh, he has never failed me yet. He might not come when I want him to, but he's always right on time. And um, this this discussion uh, may be some ointment for me to say something's going to happen, but it's going to be a little rough. But you're gonna be all right, and what am I saying by that? I I I might not, it might take me a little while to understand why, or just say okay, you know the ride might get a little bumpy, but I'm gonna be okay, and and maybe that's what some of this emotion is about. To say you know uh, wake up, you know first or get ready, it's it's gonna be okay. Just just you know just know that. Um, it's going to work out for our good. It's going to work out for our good. And uh, just know that we are held and and uh, our our father is a, a loving father, but there are times that, you know, we're disobedient. We have to be put back in line or, or you know, uh, as I was raised, federal and for the child, there may be some discipline necessary. So, and I just, you know, just need to just be cool and, and just try to understand, you know, and, and one phrase that I learned recently, um, and I really love it, um, more of God and less of me. You know, just, just, just let him have his way. Just, you know, know that he loves us. But even, you know, when your child is disobedient, you love that child, but sometimes you must discipline him, and it, it will be okay. So it, it will be okay. And I, I just really, really, really appreciate um, because yeah, I did feel like giving up. I'm like I'm tired, you know. And 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 through your words of encouragement, family, um, it 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 lets me know keep your head up and keep praying. 
this too will pass. It will be all right. I just don't know when, but it will be all right. You know, in all this, I love the fact that we're still embracing humanity regardless of the current situation or whatever situation. We're still loving this brother in spite of his differences, in spite of his illness. I love it. I just got to put that out there. I love it. Casper, what's your thoughts? Yes, sir. We can't allow situations or circumstances to change who we are or what we were placed in this earth to do. Um, and we also, we, we should not miss, you know, opportunities. Um, even though my sister's, you know, really concerned about that individual, it could be that God is also using her so that someone else can look and say, you know what, uh, if she's strong enough to handle this, I can handle it. Maybe somebody else is looking at her and saying, look at the faith she's displaying. So always remember, you know, uh, the, all eyes are definitely on you. You know, all eyes are definitely, you know, looking straight towards you. And it may have more, God may have more going on than what immediately, um, what we can immediately see. So you just keep your faith strong. You keep yourself strong. Uh, you continue to hold on to God because uh, if nothing else, you're going to get closer to God out of this. Oh, you and God are going to have a good relationship because you're talking to him now, probably more than you have in the past. And um, you're going to find out that there's nothing too hard for God. It's just not. But God is going to send what you need is not always what you want because we just don't want to suffer. We want them to get out of the hospital. We want them to start eating. We want them to start taking medication. We want all of these things, but, you know, um, have we stopped to say, God, what is it that you desire? What is it that I can do that will please you? And uh, when we do those things, then the situation eventually is taken care of. Sometimes I believe that God may just want him to bow. God may just want him to to pray. God may just want him to ask to heal him. What if the situation what if the situation isn't really even about the individual that God is using right now? What if the situation is is a situation where God needs the attention. Say, you know, God needs my family's attention. And, you know, so so wherever we're lacking, um, you know, he needs, for some reason, he needs somebody to look up. And he's using this one person to get the attention of somebody else. Could that Could that be possible? Could that be you know that that okay because somebody pertinent has taken their eyes off me i need to use this one in order to get the attention of the next one because it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what i who what i put 
you know, John through or, you know, doesn't matter what I put John through, John can take it. You know, he he's going to keep on walking tall, walking strong, and, you know, he ain't going to pay me no never mind. But if I use John's twin, you know, that's his right hand. He, he'll bow, you know, he'll do for his right hand, man. I need to use him to get to him. Does that normally happen? Does that happen? I think it. I think it does. I mean, Pastor, you better at that than I am. No, there's no there's no rules to this thing. It just boils down to, um, you know, people making the right choice or the wrong choice or whatever. And and you know, <laughs> in the midst of all of this. Like I said, man, God can turn this entire situation around. He can use this whole situation to be a blessing to somebody. He can use this to, you know, where two people are praying for the same thing and God can bring them together and make them a couple. You just have to you have to keep your eye on God because I'm telling you, he, he knows exactly what his intentions are and uh, he knows how long it's going to take. And if we'll just trust in the Lord, you know, um, Good things are going to happen. Let's 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 believe that. Let's let's make sure that we don't lose sight of who God is. We're not talking about some little peon. We're talking about the God of the universe that can just speak things into existence. I don't know what he'll do in this situation, but he's aware of the situation and he has the power to uh, 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 fix this situation, if you will. So we just got to keep our trust in God's hands, man. I'm telling you, he hasn't lost any power. You know, our emotions get wrapped up and caught up. But, man, we ought to start getting excited about God. Because one thing I do know, he's going to have a very last say so. So in the middle of all the hell that we seemingly are going through, let me tell you something. When it's all said and done, God's will uh, shall take place in this earth. I believe that the Mrs. just like we always say, she's asking, could it be that it's for someone else versus this? He's using this situation for a greater situation. Maybe right. we all as family need to join hands and pray. So now he used this situation to bring us all in one place at one time in his name. Mm. Yep. That could be. And I do think it would be a beautiful thing if that occurs or when that occurs. And until then, I think we will continue to come back to this point because we keep making the wrong decision, if you will. Twin, give us something. Give us some of your words of vision, your words of wisdom. I'll try to give you what I can. Um, but uh, you're right, though. Um, 
sometimes God uses certain things to to get people's attention. Sometimes you get your attention, and he knows what pulls at your heartstrings that may get you back closer to him. And the things that you used to do, uh, whether it was fasting, whether it was praying, you know, the extra stuff that you were doing because you wanted him to do something for you. Sometimes he causes us to be put in a place uh, to go back to that. To say, praying is good, but I need a little more. Are you willing to fast for what you really want? Are you willing to do this for what you really want? And it's not about, you know, broadcasting to the people what you're doing. Uh, the God says that whatever you do in private, I reward you openly. So sometimes it is you have to do something for God. Praying is good, but sometimes you may need to do a little extra more. Uh, and to the order to get what you really wanted from God or to hear for what you really want to hear from God. And like I said, sometimes he will put you in that place um, that will cause you to go back to where he really wants you to be. Um, and when you line up where God wants you to be, then God can do everything else that you've been requesting. Sometimes he couldn't be waiting for us to get back to that place um, where he needs us to be. And once we're there, everything else he can just line up for us. And I think and throughout the whole process, like we've been saying all night, is trusting in God. Um, at the end of the day, um, things may look bad, things may look rough, but when you think about where God has brought you from, you can say, well, God, you brought me from there. Surely, if that didn't take me down, this can't take me down. If you held me all these years uh, going through this, going through that, then I know you still got my back. Otherwise, I would have been dead and gone, lost my mind, wouldn't even be here right now, wouldn't even have no faith, but yet I'm still here, yet I still have faith, yet I still believe in you. Uh, but clearly you haven't left me. And I know you hear my prayer. And I know you're going to work it out. And I know you're going to make it happen for me. But you got to understand the devil is fighting for what you want as well. And he's, his job is to make you doubt. His job is to make you fear. His job is to say it is what it is. I don't want to do this anymore. I can't do it anymore. You know, he's going to fight for your blessing that you want. The devil's trying to fight and stop it from coming to pass. But that's when your faith has to keep on holding on and say, it may not come when I want them, like you said, but it's going to show up because I believe in God. I'm fasting. I'm praying. I know that God is the God of all gods. He got all power. And I know that it is going to come to pass. And that's when you just got to hold on. Throughout, no matter what it looks like through your natural eyes, you still got to hold on and believe. And it will always, always work out for you. Hmm. Pastor, do you agree with that? Wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. You know, sometimes we got to reduce God down to someone like me. And that's not who God is. You know, old folks say he sits high and looks low. He's still in control of this universe. He still has the power to do whatever he chooses to do. And what we're doing now is something I just love. Instead of giving the problem all the attention. We're giving God all the attention. The Bible says that if I am lifted up, I'll draw men unto me. The Bible teaches us that in all our ways we got to acknowledge him and trust him, you know, to direct and he'll direct our path. So in other words, instead of talking about how bad this person has it, we're talking about how bad God is. And then once they get off the line, they can make a, um, a connection in this thing. You never know what God uh, is doing in a situation. 
You just maybe never know. Hmm. That's beautiful. What's your thoughts? That's beautiful. And that's 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 so I'm I'm so grateful that he spoke those words. Um and and uh it just brings back I'm I'm just ever so grateful to the most high, uh, for my parents. They've gone home to rest and and uh for all the times we went to church and those those um pearls of wisdom were planted in me. Um, and many times uh, through song um, was 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 my favorite or is my favorite, and I just um, those those um, there's a a current kind of popular song that says I got an old church choir uh, singing in my soul, and uh, I I love it. If I'm not mistaken, it's by Zach Williams. If it's okay for me to say that, but that that's like that's like the ointment for me. Those 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 hymns and and those melodies and um and uh, it's so important. If he be lifted up, he'll draw all men. And that's where you know that's where I'm I'm getting consolation. And and Pastor is correct. You know uh, we we need to continue to lift up his name. And I'm I'm ever so grateful to 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 uh, be. A, a part of this, and it's truly a blessing. And uh, I pray that God continues to lead you and guide you. And uh, I, I thank you for the comfort that I've re- received this evening on the show. Well, I believe that it is kind of like our mission to embrace, to stand in the pain when one of us falls weary or gets weak. We're supposed to stand in and help each other out. That's humanity. That's brother and sisterhood. That's what we do as the children of God. Correct, Miss Quick? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's right. Pastor, back me up on this. Ain't nobody listening to me. Back me up. Repeat it one more time. Let me see what you said, man. When one of us falls weak or weary, we as siblings, we as the children of God are supposed to stand in the paint. We're supposed to embrace and help one another through. I mean in a in a in in God's world, <laughs> that's the way it's supposed to be. No ifs, ands and buts about it. Now in the world that we live in, is it always that way? No, it's not. But yeah, that's the way it it should be. This this sister got on the line tonight with a heavy heart, and you know, for us to go on with business as usual, you know, that means that we care more about the show than we do about her. But it quickly shifted to where we could address the show by showing love to her, and as we started showing love to her and you know concern for her, 
and answers about the show began to be released. So, yeah, when she's hurting, we ought to hurt. We ought to feel something. We should already know she's just not herself tonight. You know, what's going on with her? You could hear the hurt in her voice. You could hear the discouragement and the pain in her voice. And so as we tried to, um, you know, show our love for her, you know, she started getting better. And then when we flipped the thing and began to really give all the attention to God, then she really started sounding better. So, yeah, when one hurt, we all ought to hurt. That's just, I mean, if you don't hurt when I hurt, then I don't hate you, but I don't need you either. I mean, I need you to I need you to feel some of this. You know, that's what I need. I need you to feel this. Mm. Man. Well, I feel it, brother. I feel it. Well, <laughs> it's real. The struggle is real, man. That's why every time we take a leadership role, um, the Bi- I mean the Bible, the, the, the old saying that the captain goes down with his ship. If the captain really cared for everybody that's on the ship, he's supposed to go down with him. He's supposed to feel for him and, 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 and all of that, man. I I don't know what they do in the military in war times, but, you know, I'd like to think that if I'm out there and we're fighting a war together, uh, I'd like to think that somebody would do me like Forrest Gump and, even though I've been left behind, he coming to get me with bullets flying over his head. You know, um, I'd like to think he cared enough for me to say, I got to go get Bubba. I got to go get Pastor Bubba and bring him back up out of here. You know, I love him too much to leave him like that. Amen. Amen, that's beautiful. Well, I ain't going to say it because y'all already know. But um, as long as God carried me, I'll carry you. Just like he did Bubba and Lieutenant Dan. Mm-hmm. Y'all forgot that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We forgot, yeah. forgot <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts? Uh, you guys are right on it. At some point, somebody's going to disagree with us. But it's hard to disagree when God is in us. There's no confusion. We know the mission. We know who our captain is. Now, we even know the orders. So now we just got to execute. So... If everybody's hearts and minds are clear, we're going to join hands and have Pastor pray us out. It's time to get to work. Real quick, is your heart and mind clear? Yes, it is. Thank you. My sister, is your heart and mind clear? Yes, it is. Thank you. My twin, is your heart and mind clear? Yes, my heart and mind is clear. Thank you. Pastor, my brother, is your heart and mind clear? Yes, sir. Yes, it is. Well, my heart and mind clear, so without any other holdbacks, 
pastor, please, and add one in for my sister, too. She needs a little bit more strength right now. Oh, no doubt. Definitely, definitely so. Definitely so. Lord, thank you so much for uh, this session. Thank you so much for this opportunity to just show love, share love. Thank you for this opportunity, God, to realize that sometimes it, it, it does get hard. Sometimes it gets to where we don't know what to do. We don't know where to go. We don't know where to turn. Sometimes we do get weak. We get sidetracked. We get to the point to where, Lord, we start to question you and doubt you. We start to, we just want to give up because we just don't know what to do. But thank you, God, that along with the topic tonight, you gave us a real living life example. And when the sister got on the phone, God, you could hear the pain, the, 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 all the, the confusion, just everything within her voice. She wanted to do anything possible. And, and, and God, as we began to try and deal with the, 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 the topic at hand, uh, some kind of way, God, you showed up and switched that thing and said, look, don't put anything or anybody ahead of me. Don't put a situation or a problem. Don't put anything ahead of me. Lift me up first and watch me draw everything to me. And, God, as we began to do that, we could hear a voice, uh, strength coming back into her. But that's on this line. And when she gets off this line, reality is going to try to hit her smack in the face. She's going to hear some negative things. She's going to see that same situation. But, God, I believe she's got the tools now to be able to stand and say, I'll let nothing separate me from the love of God. I do love my friend. I do love them. I don't want them to suffer. But you know what? I'm going to the one that's able to do exceeding abundant above all we can ask or even think. Lord, I pray tonight that anybody that was listening, that if they've gotten to the end of the rope, help them to say, you know what, God? I throw up my hands. I surrender, not to the problem, but, God, I surrender to you. I pray, God, that you'll continue to bless this blog uh, talk uh, 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 radio uh, section, God. I pray, God, that you will, everybody that participates, that you will continue to use them to be an open book, God, to be able to share their success, their failure, their insight, their revelation. Lord, help us all, Lord God, to realize it's not about us. It's all about you. I pray for anybody that's going through a helpless and hopeless situation because we always have hope, and his name is Jesus the Christ. Thank you so much, God. Keep us in your care. Cover us in your blood. And, Lord, I ask that you'll give us a great night rest tonight and give us a good remainder of the week. Thank you, sir. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.